Ah, greetings and salutations. <sighs> Any show that starts off with a sigh like that is going to be a good or bad show. Welcome to the Hard Rock Lunchbox, and of course, the top 20 today is August 3rd, 2023. And I got to tell you, it has been a very long year. I'm enjoying what's going on here with my hair. I'm having... Hang on. I don't know why. I, like, I wear a hat because, like, my hair gets all messed up and caught under my headphones, but... It looks all frizzy, but it looks even more ridiculous when it just pops out the front like a unicorn. But what are you going to do? <laughs> uh, I'm setting up or set up a new camera today. I am uh, using a Lumina camera. Uh, it does some pretty cool stuff. Uh, I was pretty excited about what it was going to do. Um, and then it became much more difficult to use. I tried setting it up last week to make sure I could at least get it working. I downloaded all the drivers. Everything that anybody that's ever installed anything on a computer has had to do. I did all that. It turns out it actually doesn't have any recording software on it, which is not a huge deal. But I was like, that's so weird that you don't do the thing. I mean, it's mainly for live streaming, I guess. So you just hook into like Zoom or Facebook or... I don't even know what all the Zoom, what all the streams are these days anyway, but like, so it looks like you just kind of hook into that and that's um, kind of fine. Uh, but so I, why am I, now I'm, re, now I'm hearing echoes again. Hello? Checking, checking. Anyway, everybody knows that it's always fun when we have, uh, when we have this situation happening. I mean, it's not fun for me. I assume it's fun for you. So that, that's going to be good. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I set all that up, and then I just had to get a new software. Uh, I'm using uh, I'm using OBS, so it should be okay. That's pretty tried and true for most people. Uh, but I went to go turn it on today, and the camera I have has like it has two modes, right? It has the one where it's just the raw feed, and that's like hi raw feed. That's the one I'm using right now. But it also has the ability to use all the software. Now, to be fair. And to be perfectly honest, the software is AI-driven, and it's possible that the AI decided that this show was not worth recording. And honestly, I don't even know that you could disagree with something. But I couldn't get the AI to work. So now you just get me, you get my raw feed, which is disappointing, actually, because some of the some of the stuff that it looked like it could do looked pretty cool. Now, I'm getting the feeling that I started everything in the wrong order, but since I was already running late... It wasn't really something I could go back and do, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Well, it, It'll show up. I mean, if you're watching this, then you're seeing right now what happens. But uh, for the rest of us that are listening to it live uh, back in uh, on August 3rd, I guess we'll just wait and see. It doesn't affect the audio at all. Looks like we're good. Uh, no one hears an echo but me. Yep, thank you. Appreciate that. That's usually usually the, the way it goes. Um, yeah. So I can address the chat, which I never do, apparently, but I'll address the chat. Uh, Yeah, so lots of stuff going on uh, in little Rebel 9 world and sandbox scene. Uh, Side Out, uh, first Rebel 9 song in three years. Three years? Yeah, three years comes out tomorrow. I am super excited about it. I'll be talking about that in just a little bit. Um, And then we have a very large show, very large sandbox-based show on Saturday night at the Warehouse. 
Uh, it's got a lot of factors and variables that are making it incredibly difficult for some reason. Uh, more difficult than it really needs to be, but I think it's going to be okay because the people that are involved in performing... Uh, nobody's giving me a hard time. None of the bands are giving me a hard time at all, which is fantastic. It makes my job easier. So I appreciate that. Uh, when people ask why I tend to work with the same bands over and over again, there's really your answer. It's not that I'm looking for, you know, kind of just repetition, but, like, we can really get stuff done. And I, as I kind of keep saying here over and over, like, here to you uh, in my personal life and in my professional life, like, I'm really running maxed out at a lot of these things, and I'm having trouble getting stuff done. That's why so much less is getting done out of the Rebel 9 universe. Uh, and like I said, it doesn't really seem like anybody's picking up the slack scene-wise, which is fine. I don't need anybody to do that. But the reason that I'm opting to do things that like are a little bit easier or seem a little bit easier or will go smoother is because if I work with people that I can trust to just do their job, then I can really focus on the rest of the stuff. Like, I was uh, even talking to the people at the warehouse about the show, and I was like, you know, we're still not listed under the Facebook events for this show. And not that it matters, because Facebook is, you know, whatever. But, like, people that go to the warehouse tend to be a little bit older, and they're the ones still currently ruining Facebook. So it matters that they are uh, able to see this thing. So I actually asked. I was like, yeah, why are we... Why are we on there? And they were like, well, you know, you have to make us a co-host of the event. And since this isn't my first spin around the sun, I knew that and had created the event with them as co-hosts, to which they said, yeah, I don't know why that wasn't accepted. And like, I don't know either, but like, not that it's annoying, but it's like, it was another job I had to do because somebody over there didn't do their job. So when I work with the bands that I work with, like... I just don't have, like, there's no real issues. Like, I haven't heard from, you know, from from Jimmy or Mikey or James or Dylan about, like, anything out. Like, the, the one thing we're waiting on is load-in time because I haven't heard from the sound guy at the warehouse. Like, like the bands haven't done anything. The band said, yes, we'll play. How long do I have to plan a set for? All basic stuff they need to know. The only answer I haven't been able to give them is when we're loading in because they haven't given me the answer yet. So it's just like, I love that. Like, I, I love that I can just do that. Like, here, let's do a show. You want to do a show? Cool. So we'll meet you here on this day and we'll go. So when people used to give me a hard time about why I was um, working with the same bands over and over again, a lot of times it's just easier to do that. And uh, my advice to up-and-coming bands is make yourself easier to work with. It's actually the one thing that Rebel 9 really kind of stood out uh, even in the G. Davy days, like we really stood out like that. Like we could, we agreed to it. It got done, and promoters across the Northeast knew that about us. Um, you know, I have bands now, like younger bands that I'm trying to work with or like asking on shows. It's constantly like a no or it's a problem or whatever. Like I have to tell you, I am so not in the mood for uh, you know inviting or asking these bands onto shows anymore because if the answer is always going to be a no, why even waste my time? You know, I have a band I'm going to ask onto our Beery show. It's literally going to be the last time I ask them onto a show because they've turned me down a couple times. So it's. You know, and that's fine, and it's no slight of them. If they don't need me, then good luck to you. But like, I can't keep doing all this extra work just to like help other people onto shows. Like, there's plenty of bands that are asking to be part of things. You know, I'm just I'm trying to keep it diverse enough so that people are interested in going and not necessarily seeing the same show over and over again. 
Uh, I know that um, this show has it's it's us craving in something heavy, so it's kind of like a repeat of the of the last Berry show. But neither craving nor nor something heavy are playing the Berry show, the Halloween show that we're doing um, in October. But bacon is my passion is so while it's kind of the same sort of flavor it's going to be uh, kind of a little bit different that's good but i'm asking other bands onto that plus as was mentioned in the chat um i did finally figure out how to put together another long island rock unplugged we're going to try it on a friday it's going to be uh friday december 8th in december um so that's going to be fun it's also going to be interesting we'll kind of see how it goes but more details on that as we get closer to that, but I guess in the meantime, we should probably go through housekeeping, considering we're like halfway through the top 20, if not more. So, uh, yeah, brand new, brand new uh, top 20 is out today. Uh, the episode is uh, Brain Trust Assemble, and I talk about like how my brain just does what it wants, and that's fine. Uh, I did apologize to Mikey about the whole Indiana thing, so you might want to check that out. Uh, for those of you right-wingers that listen to my show, which I'm assuming is one or two at most, that is called an apology and a retraction. It's what responsible news journalism does when they make a mistake. I know you don't know what that is because you watch Newsmax and Fox, and they never, ever do that. It's part of corporate policy to not do that, which is why I don't watch them anymore. Unless, of course, I'm at the gym and it's on anyway. But it's a good idea to keep on keep an eye on what's going on in Fox because, man, you want to talk about bad news? Jesus. Not, not bad news like, oh, man, uh, somebody died. But, like, bad news is in poor quality journalism. It is just stunningly bad over there. Uh, so I would check that out. Uh, the birthplace lottery. We're talking about being born in America, being your life. Just, just look at the stupid show. It's fine. It's on Strangerhood TV. Also on Strangerhood TV, you can uh, check out uh, Bacon is My Podcast, always having something going on. Um, <clears throat> uh, the discussions and drinks. I do want to. Um, I do want to watch this one. I just haven't had a chance. It's uh, about band scene dynamics. <clears throat> excuse me, and why to or why not to take opening slots on shows. Um, I probably have a lot to say about that, so I'll probably either comment on it or grab it for next week. Uh, and then we can talk about it then, and then blah, 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 bunch of other stuff. Um, like I said, the warehouse is Saturday. Um, you can buy your tickets online if you want. It looks like there's a service fee to it, so I probably would just recommend buying at the door. There are no tickets from the bands, um, so door looks cheaper. But again, I've never even been to the warehouse, so I'm not even sure how it's all set up. I tried to go a little bit earlier to just sort of check the layout. I just didn't have a chance. Um, that's not uh, unsurprising. And, of course, Side Out comes out tomorrow on all streaming platforms. It'll be... I even I even just did the YouTube post for it, so it'll premiere tomorrow, uh, tonight at midnight, uh, midnight 01. The lyric video for Side Out will come out uh, exactly two weeks from tomorrow. Uh, it's actually pretty cool. Um, I like the job that the, the dude did on it, so be sure and check that out. We're going to try and roll out a little bit more content on Rebel 9 as we roll out these singles. Uh, it'll probably be pretty formulaic. Probably, you know, song, lyric video, playthrough or two. Maybe some commentary from me if I feel so inclined to get in front of a camera on purpose. Probably not, but maybe. Uh, I'll just do those kinds of Maybe some shorts. I could probably do some shorts, right? Can't be repulsed by all this in that short of amount of time, so maybe we'll try and get that done. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of 
into that, right? So that's that's probably it for housekeeping. I don't really know what to talk about in terms of what's going on in the world. I do I do find it amusing uh, what's going on politically with all the uh, all the indictments of former President Trump. Like, however you feel on the issue, like it's kind of irrelevant. I just think it's funny that the 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 dude that they picked up for the uh, Gilgo Beach murders is already guilty as far as everybody's concerned, and they have kind of not a lot of evidence so far that they've released to the public, uh, other than saying that he did it, uh, and they've actually released plenty of information and video clips and audio clips of President Trump admitting to crimes, whether or not you think their crimes is relevant, I'm not here to argue with, argue that, but they have these clips of him actually saying these things and doing these things and bragging about them and stuff like that, especially when it comes to like the, the documents and uh, definitely uh, what's going to happen next in Fulton County, Georgia, Georgia, because I think we've all heard the tape where he was talking to Secretary of State Rathesberger about finding the 11,000 whatever votes. Like We have actual information that we've all heard. And it's definitely a crime. Again, whether or not you think it's a crime is irrelevant. It is. It's, it's breaking a law. And yet 47% of Americans or Republicans are still going to vote for, for Donald Trump for president. Like, the dude committed a crime, like, and said so. And people just don't care. So, like, at that point, like, what are we even discussing here? Like, like what are we even discussing? I, I don't remember if I was saying it here or if I was saying it in rehearsal or I was... Entering it into uh, as a comment, but the the reality is now, like any single time I talk to anybody that is a Trump leaning or pro Trump uh, Republican, um, like the very next thing, and the you know what comes up when you ask him the why, like the very next thing that comes up is oh I said it here, it's like it's either racist, homophobic, homophobic, or misogynistic or whatever, like it just. It just is. So, like, you can't argue with that. Like, if somebody, if somebody is mad about, you know, all these women or minorities or trans, or if they're just mad about all those people, then they're going to identify with the person that also identifies with them. That's going to protect them from all those things they're afraid of. There is no changing their mind. And really, it's... And I'm not making this comparison. Although, the Trump administration did actually... Sorry, the Trump legal team did make the analogy to uh, Nazi Germany, which I thought was funny in terms of the prosecution uh, of, of these alleged crimes and these indictments. But what, but really what you need to understand about like pre-World War II Germany and the rise of, of like fascism and the Nazi party and Adolf Hitler specifically is that he was a brilliant orator and he was convincing people uh, what the solution to their problem was. And, like, just quickly on the history thing, like, Germany was, like, really kind of dicked over at the Treaty of Versailles. Although, not to get all recursive in my fractal discussions here, uh, I did watch a very interesting thing not too long ago about the Treaty of Versailles, and they basically were saying that it wasn't really as bad as it seems for the time. It was a fairly typical kind of punitive treaty. I mean, don't forget, for years, Europe was constantly fighting, like in this, you know, from the from the 1700s, from the Napoleonic Wars on. I mean, earlier too, but like from the Napoleonic Wars on, Europe constantly fighting. Empires all over the place constantly fighting each other. It's way, obviously way different than it is now. Um, but it was still a very punitive treaty. And, you know, 
punish Germany severely, just ruin their economy, ruin their whatever. So people start talking about like nationalism and like people want to be proud of the Germanic and Aryan races and all that other stuff. But they can't because they really got their asses kicked in World War One, and that's you know kind of like what you see with the South and their Confederate flags and Southern pride and statues of generals like dude you lost man you lost you know why they don't have ticker tape parades for the team that loses the super bowl because they lost that's why nobody's glamorizing that i mean it's still an impressive feat i mean you got to fight the number one power in the world but you still lost right so that's kind of what was going on in germany so like there was a lot of anger and people were people were you know broke and you know because because Man, I gotta tell you, nothing really fuels that stuff like having nothing to do, like no, like no jobs, no family, none of that stuff. Like, you just sit around, you be mad all day long. Like, all of a sudden, some of that stuff seems pretty good. And the, with the rise of that neo, oh, not neo, Nazism and fascism and stuff, uh, with Hitler, like he was able to sort of orate his way into the hearts and minds of a lot of the German people. And then it started becoming like a really bad thing. That people were not sort of agreeing with this thing. And if you've ever argued with a Trump supporter, you see just how quickly they get really super violent about stuff and really, really aggressive. Like, very few times since since his presidency have I ever had a discussion with somebody that was pro-Trump and that it wasn't, like, excessively violent or verbally abusive. Before, it was like, yeah, man, I like his ideas and all that other stuff. And there were a lot of people out of the tri-state areas like, well, he's a successful businessman, so maybe he could actually fix the economy. And everybody from New York and New Jersey was paying attention was like, what do you mean by successful businessman? Because that dude just tanked a casino in Atlantic City. And obviously he wasn't able to do it because as much as the Republicans in the right wing want to paint the economy one way, the economy tanked under Trump's watch. And as of right now, the economy is actually doing better than it was before COVID. That's, you know, based on the metrics that you use to measure an economy, that's pretty good. Everyone's 401k and all their stocks have recovered since pre-COVID. Like, that's a pretty big deal. Like, COVID was 2020, right? It's 2023. Three years to turn around an, an economy. We did not have a recession. We did not have a depression. We had no market crashes, really. I mean, we had the big dip from COVID because no companies were making money, but it didn't actually crash. So I think that's that's pretty good. So all these people before, like, you could have those conversations with, they're not really talking so much about that anymore because the economy's doing better, and that's really all all they want to do. The only problem we've hit with the economy is that Fitch just downgraded the U.S. rating from AAA to AA+. And the main reason they did that was because of the amount of debt we had, but also the volatility over the debt talks, which is something the Republicans did just a few months ago. They weren't. They pushed, they pushed us right to the very edge, and we were all like, you can't default on the debt, man. Like, that's just, that's just the deal. And they were like, well, let's see what happens. Well, this is what happened. So if you're mad about that... I have an entire uh, right wing of the party for you to discuss this with because that's the good. And I really didn't want to talk about politics at all. I actually wanted to talk more about uh, the U.S. women's national soccer team and their just pitiful performance against Portugal. Like, I was dis- I was embarrassed for the first time ever watching the U.S. women's national team. I was embarrassed for how they were playing. And I got to tell you, man, I am just so not looking forward to their play against Sweden, uh, which will be super early morning on the 5th, 6th. I don't even remember. It's coming up, and I'm just not looking forward to it at all. It's one of the things I really look forward to, and I feel like people are ruining it, and that sort of sucks. I also wanted to talk about how difficult it 
It is to put out a single these days and not difficult in the way that it was like physical labor, but all the stuff you have to remember is just mind-boggling. Or if you're a fan of Blaze of Glory, it's mind-bottling. So maybe I'll get to that during the rest of the show. Maybe I'll just fall asleep. I literally have no idea. But I know that Side Out will be coming out tomorrow. For the next roughly 90 minutes, I'll be playing some music for you. And... We can talk about whatever you want on uh, on the chat. 99WNRR.com will get you there. Some sort of obnoxious comment will certainly get my attention, and then we'll just sort of take it from there. Cool? 